Hey besties, Monica Ferguson here and welcome to World Domination. This is a safe space for absolute legends who are bold enough and brave enough to go within, to recreate their belief system, to aim high, to chase their wildest dreams and become everything that they are destined to be. This is a space for people who are serious about growth, about healing. We talk about all things mind, body, spirit, and we have the courage to go further than most people even dare to dream. Welcome, let's get into it. Hey, hey, beautiful people. Oh, I have missed you guys so much. Welcome to 2024 and all that jazz. I'm so excited to be back with you guys. We have so much to get into this year and I'm not going to be boring and lame and start with talk about goals because ugh, <laughs> we've probably all seen enough of that already. Yeah. And at the end of the day, if you've been following me for a little while, there are, we've had so many episodes, we've already talked about goals, and you can go back through previous episodes and look at how to actually set goals that work, but even the word goals is a bit lame, yeah, like vision, we're creating a vision, we're designing our lives, that's literally what we're doing here, and so the, the idea that has been bouncing around my head for a couple of weeks, so I know that this is something that so many of you need to hear, is this idea around wanting to quit, wanting to give up, yeah, now this is not a positive note, but it's the realness that actually helps us create the result, right? There are a lot of people talking about just be positive and just hustle and just go and just aim high and dream big and love and light and all that jazz. And it's such a tiny piece of the puzzle. Yeah, we know that in order to achieve something, we must obviously intend for it to happen. We must be bold enough to decide that it's possible and that we're going after it. But then what? What happens when the mechanisms that are, you know, hardwired into our brain kick in that try and stop us from growing because this literally happens, right? This is the importance of understanding the conscious and the subconscious mind where the conscious mind is only 5% in charge. The unconscious, the subconscious mind is 95% of your mind. It is calling the shots and it does not actually want you to grow, right? Its job, its number one function is to keep you safe, and it likes you being in the familiar, in your comfort zone, because from a survival point of view, it knows how to protect you. Yeah, it knows how to keep you safe in the familiar. Now, for most of us, the familiar is not where we want to be, right? And for those of us who are living our best lives, uh, we did not get there by being comfortable, right? And these are the conversations, the unglamorous and the real chats that actually make the difference. Because I could sit here and say, you know, just be brave and be courageous and set amazing goals and believe in yourself, babe, and all this kind of stuff. But I feel like it is my responsibility as a mindset coach, as someone who helps people with personal development, to speak to all parts of you, right? You are a holistic being. You have a conscious and a subconscious mind. You have a nervous system that is literally looking for danger. And that the moment that you start being bold enough to ask for more your nervous system is going to push back and you need to know what to do when that happens <laughs> because I feel like I was not prepared at all. Um, I was pushed to make big goals and to be bold and to believe in myself but when my body literally went into panic and I went into fight or flight and I had all this resistance and all these fears and limits and doubts and all this stuff come up, I did not know what to do with it and I hit rock bottom more than once, you could say. Um, and I was not given the tools, right? So this is going to be a, a real chat for you guys on the truth, 
the process, right? Because a hundred percent, anyone that's listening to this, I can assure you right now that you are called for more. You are not normal. And I say that with love and I say that in the best possible way. Who wants to be normal? What is normal? Settling for an average life that we hate, being a victim to our circumstances, hating everything, but not doing anything about it. That sounds super negative when I say it like that, but if we're being honest, if we look around in our lives, that's how a lot of people are operating, right? They're just simply victims to their circumstances. They have no idea of the power that they have to create their own life or the fact that they are creating it now, whether they like it or not, right? So this this growth zone <laughs> is where the change comes in, but the growth is uncomfortable, but staying where we are is uncomfortable, right? But the growth is only com- uncomfortable for a short amount of time, and then we hit our next level, which is amazing, right? And then we grow again, and it's uncomfortable, and then we hit our next level, and it's amazing, and we get to design our lives, okay? So to start out with, you need a vision for your life, okay? So go back through the 130-something episodes that I already have if you need to find how to do that step by step I will literally hold your hand so we're going to come at this conversation from the point of view that you've decided that you want more right now as we enter this topic I invite you to think about an area of life right now that you feel really crappy about an area of life where you really want change where you feel like quitting where you feel like it's too hard too overwhelming right now that could be literally anything it could be your relationships your health money family it doesn't matter what it is the first thing that comes to your mind this is what we're going to focus on for you okay and it'll be different for everyone as it should be your subconscious mind is a genius it knows exactly where to focus and what you want so pull that up in your mind now get really clear on that what's the thing that we're going to look at and Let's talk about this. Okay. When we want to quit. Well, don't. Cool. End of. Just kidding. (laughs) I've seen a lot of stuff like that. Yeah. I'm so inspired. Just don't quit. Okay. So let's let's go back to basics. Yeah. Like I said, when when you've decided something, right? Let's say you've decided that you want a new relationship. You want to improve your health. You want more money. you, You want to... Uh, some I don't know a change at your job or whatever it is you start setting that in motion right this is the law of attraction the law of assumption for those of you who understand that but the moment that you get clear and you decide on something you start moving in that direction right and your subconscious mind is wired to bring those things to you and to make you aware and like lead you down that path now with that comes a lot of discomfort right If you are used to really toxic relationships where people treat you like crap, where you're never chosen, you're never prioritized, you feel like an option, um, you're always waiting around for someone to show up and, and then all of a sudden you decide, man, I really want a healthy relationship. And you imagine what that would be like and you've, you've done this work on yourself to believe that you're worthy of it and then you meet someone and it's healthy and it's amazing. And you get so freaking triggered, right? So triggered because it's very uncomfortable to your nervous system because you haven't experienced it before. Now, a lot of people at this point panic and they go, oh my God, say it's a bad thing. It's not, it's not good. It's not good. 
Actually, it's the exact opposite. You've got exactly what you asked for, but now it's time for you to acclimate to this new level, right? So it's your choice. So you can choose to project your fear onto this other person, to try to control them, to panic, to run away, to self-sabotage, or you could turn all that attention inwards and be like, okay, I see that this is a really healthy situation. I see that I've got exactly what I asked for. What part of me doesn't feel safe right now? What part of me feels afraid? And this is your subconscious mind, right? Because it might be your inner child. It might be that the seven-year-old version of you who, who witnessed some horrible stuff happen decided at seven years old that relationships weren't safe. So now as you enter a healthy relationship, that version of you is like panicking. Like, oh my gosh, but I've been trying to protect you. I've been trying to keep relationships away from you because I didn't feel safe to have it. What are you doing entering a relationship, right? This is, this is literally the key because, and I want everyone to hear this very clearly, okay? Your mind is responsible for keeping you safe. So if you don't have something that you desire right now, it is because there is a part of you that does not feel safe to have it. Got it? And that might be hard to get your head around because you probably think, no, but I really want the money. I really, really want the relationship. I really want the love. I really want the, the promotion at work. Like I really want the new friends. A hundred percent. I believe you. I'm not disputing that. Consciously, the 5% at your conscious mind is like, yes, this is what I want. But unconsciously, there's a part of you that is pushing it away. This is where all of your power comes in. Your ability to not look at the situation and then make assumptions about it. To not assign meaning. To not go, oh my god, I've got this new relationship, but I feel like shit, so it must be the wrong thing. No. Now, obviously, use your discernment, right? But if you can see that someone's being amazing to you and treating you really well and, and you've got a past of not knowing how that feels, then it's probably coming from within you. Okay, now this is literally what has been going on in my life. Was not expecting to talk about this, but here we go. I, my friends, have entered the greatest relationship of my entire life. I am over the moon. And this has literally been the exact process that I have gone through and also that he has gone through, right? We've, it's really forced us to grow because both of us have not had good experiences in the past, right? Now, for me, I had so much trauma to work through. So I meet this guy and it was pretty obvious very quickly that this was someone very important. Like I remember, so we had our first date at the beach. I met up with him for coffee and I remember just looking at him, like listening to him and looking at his face, like studying his face. And I just had this feeling like, oh, this guy is going to be important. I can feel it. And it was so beautiful. It was like he just slotted into my life, like my best friend, like everything that we imagine, right? Like that home feeling, that coming home, that safety, that trust, that fun, that playfulness, all those beautiful things in one person. And, and I remember, and it sounds so crazy to say this out loud, but I'm sure you, some of you guys will relate. Before we'd finished our first date, which lasted for like three hours, he'd already made plans to see me again. And I know that sounds so simple and basic, and this is like common decency, right? Just good behavior. But I had not had that before. I'd been used to these wounded guys who 
wanted me to chase them, who sort of played games, who were hot and cold, all this kind of crap. And yeah, and so to have this guy that was so open, like, here's my calendar, when are you free, when can I see you again? And every single day he has shown up for me, every single day. And what happened? It triggered chaos, absolute chaos. And I mean, I went into fight or flight for weeks, 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 panic. And I knew, like, I knew what was going on. And so I was able to communicate it with him. But I knew that this was my stuff. Yeah, my nervous system. And it was literally my younger self. I went into meditation one day. And everything I've just said to you guys, I did this for myself. I sat on the floor of my lounge. I put on my meditation music. I had like candles on and incense burning. And I asked myself, what part of me doesn't feel safe right now? And it was a very young version of me that had witnessed a lot of abuse. And in that moment, I had decided that it was not safe to be around men. I decided that men were dangerous, that they hurt you, that it was not safe to be vulnerable and to be open, like to not let men close to you, right? So you can understand that unconsciously, right, my subconscious mind was doing a really good job at not letting go of the past because it didn't want me to end up in that situation. So in an attempt to keep me safe and to love me and to protect me, my mind was trying to sabotage this new relationship because it hadn't yet registered that this was different than the past, right? So what I did was I, I held myself and every single day I showed up for myself and I loved myself and I talked myself through the differences. I talked myself through who, who I am now and who I was then. I, I started looking for all the good evidence that I could prove that version of myself wrong. And also I literally visualized, um, this is like inner child healing stuff, right? And I literally visualized this version of me and like I went back in time. <laughs> so in my mind's eye, I imagine floating back into that moment with her, sitting with her, being with her. I asked her like, what do you need right now? And she wanted like a hug, right? And so I literally just sat with her and I like imagined, I imagined hugging her. I imagined talking to her and, and it might sound a little bit crazy, but the thing is, right, that symbolism is the language of the unconscious mind. So when we can visualize things, we're actually connecting with our unconscious mind. And given that 95% of our mind is unconscious, we need to be doing this stuff all the time, right? Because I, I was feeling panic because there was a part of me that didn't feel safe. So in order for me to have this amazing relationship that I have literally dreamed up and asked for... I need to calm my nervous system. I need to teach my mind and my body that I'm safe now, even though in the past it was absolute chaos, yeah? So this is really, really important for us to understand that it's all coming from us, right? Our fears, our triggers, our doubts, our, our external circumstances are coming from us. And I know that can be really triggering and hard to hear when our circumstances look like crap and we think, no, but I really want that but I can't get it. Like I keep trying hard and it's not happening. Now here's the thing. It's not about working harder. Remember your mind, your subconscious mind is 95% of your mind. And if there's a part of your mind that doesn't feel safe, 
to receive something or that doesn't believe that it's possible, right? You you literally won't be able to create that experience. Now I'm going to give the context of money, right? Because this is a big one. So a lot, everyone says they want more money. Everyone wants more money. Okay. So consciously, yeah, we go, yeah, I want more money. We set a goal. I want this much more money. Unconsciously, all we do all day, every day is, is judge people with money resent people that have a lifestyle that we want <laughs> um we we speak in a way about of lack and scarcity and not having enough we feel sorry for ourselves now what are we doing we're embodying a state a version of us that is scarcity that is the lack of abundance so if you're if you have trained your subconscious mind that hey i don't have what i want people with money are bad i hate everyone that has money money is a struggle there's never enough you know what's going to happen? You're going to create that experience for yourself. And because the subconscious mind always has a positive intention, there will be more to this, right? Now, this is the power of coaching because when we can get to the root of this, we can shift it so quickly and our external world reflects that immediately, right? This is not a long-term, let's talk about our feelings for three years. This is get to the root of the problem because your subconscious mind is driving your life as you shift your dominant beliefs the, your dominant stories, your dominant identity, your external world will reflect that because it's not fluff. Like your subconscious mind is programmed to show you and to seek out more in your life of what you believe. It's why when you think about something, you start seeing it everywhere. So you hear a song and all of a sudden you hear it everywhere. You go to buy a new car and all of a sudden you see that car everywhere. This is just how your mind works, right? It's cause and effect. So what if we got really intentional about what we were actually believing, the identity that we hold, the stories that we tell ourselves, okay? So that's really important to understand. All of that stuff is really important to understand. But I want to speak as well to when things get so overwhelming and so hard and you actually can't access this, right? Because there are moments that get so dark and so overwhelming and there is so much pain within us that we can't breathe that we can't get out of bed that we don't have any energy left to take action or to or to do things and this is something that I think is really really important that we discuss because as much as I can sit here and speak about the mindset stuff I also want to be real with you guys and say that I have had so many days like this on my journey I have had so many moments where I have just cried and I've said you know what God like I cannot do this anymore it's too much I'm too overwhelmed I don't feel good enough like I don't know how to make things happen I'm losing my faith like um all of this stuff it is part of the journey and for my my friends that are in this sort of you know personal development growth world these are the conversations we have all the time because you know what we're human and and when we are brave and we are growing and we're working on ourselves the old stuff has to move out right it has to clear out so if we've decided we're worthy of love and we're worthy of abundance and we're worthy of creating that business that has been in our mind our whole life and we're no longer tolerating you know crappy money or crappy health or crappy friendships out with the old and with the new, right? And that process of releasing that old pain and those emotions can bring you to your knees, right? And it's all part of the process. And I think we need to really humanize this because I know in New Zealand, we don't talk about this stuff at all. And we're very quick to medicate 
you know, like I remember saying, I think a couple of episodes ago, I shared a story about someone who said to me, I'm really depressed. And they just lost someone really important to them. I was like, are you depressed or are you grieving? And it's this sort of temptation to mask our pain or our true feelings, right? And this is what is creating so many issues. It's creating a lot of disease in the body. But remember that because our subconscious mind is in charge and it's unconscious, it's out of our conscious awareness. So there's really no such thing as running from your problems, right? All you're doing is avoiding them consciously. But your life is going to reflect your true state and your true feelings. Meaning that you can sit around spouting to everyone how much you love yourself and how great life is. But if deep down to your core you actually are still feeling unworthy, unlovable, not good enough. That is your dominant state. That is the belief that you hold at a subconscious level. Therefore that is the only reality that you can create. Because that's what your mind is focused on. 95% of your mind is focused on that, right? So it's why I always talk about courage. Because this journey, to actually sit with our true feelings, when it hurts like hell, when it breaks your heart, when you all of a sudden have these flashbacks to, you know, relationships that just almost destroyed you, that broke your heart, to the people that treated you so badly... And these deep wounds and this pain that we have. You know what? We just don't talk about this stuff. And this is a huge part of this journey. And it's why, again, I speak about courage. Because it is so much easier to go on Tinder. (laughs) It is so much easier to go and get drunk. It is so much easier to fill up your social calendar so that you never have to spend a moment by yourself. Because what happens when you're alone? You're present. You're present with your mind, you're present with your thoughts, therefore you start to feel things. And if you're avoiding your true feelings because they're painful, you'll create a life that means that you never have to feel that, right? But it also means that you'll never ever be more than you are now. Okay, so let's talk about this in a practical sense. Because even recently, right, I've had some some days that were just horrendously painful like just me crying into the phone like sending voice messages to my friends but I know that these things pass right so it doesn't scare me like it used to in the beginning you know and I mean I have huge goals right therefore the growth that's required for me to achieve them is huge and I accept that (laughs) I accept that I would not change any of this right but at a practical level One of the things that really helps me now is I know, because I've done this so many times, that these emotions pass quickly, right? When we just accept how we feel in the moment, it actually moves through us so quickly. There have been studies done that show that when you actually like sit with and acknowledge an emotion, it runs its course through your body in 17 seconds. But how many of us will hold ourselves in that pain or in that sadness or in that whatever anxiety feeling for 17 seconds? How many of us will sit on the ground and meditate and just be present with ourselves and ask ourselves, how can I love myself more? How can I nourish myself more? How can I support myself more? What part of me doesn't feel safe? What part of me feels afraid? 
Most of us aren't doing that, right? Most of us are very externally focused. So we feel bad and we go, oh, I'm going to call my friend. I want to talk to someone else. I'm going to text that guy and try and get him to make me feel better. Not understanding that everything's coming from within us. And it's an inside job, right? So that's the first thing. Okay, so let's say I wake up and I'm just like, ooh, anxious and stressed out about something. So the first thing I remind myself is that it's always moving quickly. I also remind myself that it's always happening for me, right? And even in these moments... I can still remind myself of that even when I'm literally in bed and I can't get out. And I am just super, super sad. But I know that me choosing to be present with myself, A, is the most loving thing that I can do for myself. But also, it's going to quickly move it to just accept. Even if I feel depressed AF. Even if I feel so sad and I have no idea how things are going to work out. And I'm scared and anxious, and all, whatever emotions are coming up, right, I just hold myself in the present moment, this is why this path is for the warriors, the courageous, right, not a lot of people could do that, but this is where all of your power is, you know, there's so many, like, really well-known spiritual teachers who speak about this, Eckhart Tolle, you know, the power of now, that all of our power comes from the present moment, of course, and when we think about it like this, right, And this is a game changer for me. Because understanding the subconscious mind, the subconscious mind is literally creating our life. Like I said, our dominant state, our dominant belief system is what creates our life. So as we clear out fear, shame, pain, self-judgment, lack mindset, whatever, as we allow ourselves to feel it, it literally releases from the body. Meaning... It's no longer in the driver's seat in our subconscious mind anymore, which is freaking amazing because you know what then can happen is that you can start putting in new belief systems, new operating systems, new stories, and as you do that, you get a different outcome, right? If you release the shame and this feeling of not being good enough, then you can start actually putting in new stories that enables you to attract that person that you want to be with, that enables you to attract that money and that job and those opportunities. But as long as you have a bunch of gunked up feelings and crap and darkness that's sitting in your subconscious mind, that is what you're going to continue to get. So now I'm kind of like, yes, come at me, bro, like better out than in, yeah? Because I know that every time that I feel and release and clear stuff, it's literally lift, shifting my, my vibration higher, you know? That would be the, the spiritual terminology. But it's clearing out the crap that's blocking me from getting what I want. It's clearing out the crap that is driving me and unconsciously creating things in my world that I don't want. And then it creates space for me to put in new things. And as within, so without, right? As I hold stories and beliefs and all sorts of cool things that I get to help people do, you know, as we put these new things into our mind, guess what? It's cause and effect. It must happen. We've literally programmed our mind to seek out what we want. Therefore, everything changes. But we need to also be so compassionate 
and loving towards ourselves when inevitably pain and fear and anxiety comes up when it looks like our world is crumbling because the old must go for the new to come in right and how we handle this is everything the meaning that we assign to it is everything and if we're having you know if we just absolutely panic and go oh my gosh I'm done like I'm screwed life is over nothing's ever gonna be good again and then we start panicking and we start acting out of that that's when we get ourselves into trouble right but when we understand that Feelings aren't real, right? They're just reflecting the meaning that we've assigned to something. But as we can just hold ourselves in the present, understanding that negative feelings are not, you know, the truth, and that just because it feels bad now doesn't mean it's true. As we allow that stuff to clear up and we focus on putting good things in, in the days that we do feel good, magical things happen. Okay. So... I hope that this has encouraged you and also has reminded you to take back your power because you are in charge all the time and unconsciously your unconscious mind is working 24-7 every single second of your life. So understand that you have the power to transform everything that so often it's that self-compassion and self-forgiveness and love are needed. There are parts of you that don't feel safe but also be so kind to you when things are hard. You're braver than almost everyone else to even go down this rabbit hole. Yeah, and if you want support, of course, reach out to me. I would love to support you. I have one-on-one spots open and self-study programs too that you can start with today that will literally hold your hand through this whole process. So thank you guys for being here. I will see you next week. And that is a wrap. Thank you for showing up for yourself, for being here. And please let me know your aha moments. I want to hear all about them. For extra support, make sure you're following me on TikTok and Instagram at the Monica Ferguson. Check out the School of Greatness for self-study courses. And of course, if you want one-on-one mentoring, just DM me and I would love to have a chat with you. Go and slay the day. Thank you for being you. See you soon.